Hey, everybody, what's up? It's Justin live from B2B Vault, the payment technology podcast with your host, Alan Kopelman. And we'll be providing you educational information about business, payments, fintech, decentralized finance, and the technology businesses use in today's world. And in today's podcast, we're welcoming you back to another episode of Fintech Fridays or Fun Tech Fridays. It's kind of corny. Anyway, um, <laughs> here we are. We're going to be uh, talking about all of the, you know, like the buzzwords or the, the you know, maybe a little vocabulary education. Uh, yeah, the regards. ABCs of FinTech. Kind of, of something like that. Yeah, something right. like that. You know, through for the past, uh, you know, for 2022, for all you guys out there in the payment technology world, you know, obviously FinTech has like just, when it comes to everything news, is fintech right and your news articles or your newsletters that you're following everything that you get is fintech this fintech fintech company acquired by this 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 and this and this and this so alan and i and i thought that it'd be a good opportunity to uh take some time you know especially during fintech fridays a new uh segment to the podcast um which is way more laid back than the other ones you know Obviously, it's all laid back, but FinTech Fridays, Friday time to wind down um, for the weekend. Yeah, give you something to listen to over the weekend. You go out for your walk or a jog, have some FinTech Friday. Yeah, take a, take a seat, take a squat, have yeah. a... Go for a run, a walk. Yeah, I was trying to think of a, the, the, the wine that starts with an F, but it's not. It's Zinfandel. <laughs> Zinfandel. Yeah. Finfandel. Zinfandel. No, a new wine. Finfandel. Finfandel. Yeah. I don't know. My grandma All right, would be so, very upset if she heard me push so, that. So I took a, you know, I was looking around on the internet and I said, hey, you know, what are the, what are the big buzzwords that are going on for, with FinTech? You know, like what are the buzzwords? So, but let's remind everybody, if you want to talk to us, you can text the word book to 954-827-9818. And that's how you can set up an appointment with us. And we can communicate back to you if you need some other information as well. Something new we're trying. It's FinTech. Yeah. Also, you know, if you ask a really weird question, um, you know. Or a good question. Yeah, I know. But you, you'll, if you get a re reply from the very, you know, like an abstract question, like, sorry, we don't understand you. You know, we have a, it, it, it's set up to, to give responses. So just give us a second and then we'll, you know, Respond. get back to you. So I looked up the 12 most popular subjects in fintech that everybody's talking about. The first Ooh. one, of course, is blockchain and crypto. Blockchain, blockchain, blockchain. Yeah, everything is blockchain. Even though cryptocurrency prices are down, everybody's still talking about blockchain and how they're going to use um, the blockchain for other types of purposes, record keeping. I feel like Accounting. blockchain for the past two years yeah. is up there with fintech. Yeah. I it's, mean, it's because it's hand in hand, right? Yeah. You know, it's without the other, there's one hand. Not really. The there's all, it's a little different. So, but it's one of the fintech terms is blockchain. And it was funny today, I was having a conversation with a guy from the uh, Federal Reserve out of Atlanta. He's going to be speaking at a convention with me. Really? going to be on the same panel. What is it called? The moment? mobile payments convention no, the digital payments convention i thought it was mpc yeah mobile digital payments 
something like that. It's the MPC, sir. Yeah, MPC convention. Mobile payments. Yeah, mobile convention. payments, but they call it now the digital payments convention. Oh, that makes sense. Too. So, so, so we were talking. Saying? So I was saying to him, you know, oh, what do you think about crypto and stable coins? He started laughing. It's like you don't want to know what I think. He doesn't think that it's. He thinks that it's way, way off from being a, a viable thing that the government would actually get involved in. I agree with that. So well, it's not for them. We know exactly. the people created it so that the government wouldn't get involved. Right. With it, right. Exactly. So, so that just that's just it was just funny to hear him talk about that. And then the next thing that is on the list, number two on the list, is sensors and the internet of things so what is the sensors yeah so sensors are like and the internet of things is how okay so there was a company we talked to years and years ago and basically they could put a sensor in a store and then they could get all the cell phone numbers of everybody that was in the store and then send them uh an offer oh i remember that Right. I so remember that's when like that a, was happening. Right. So that's like a sensor. And those things are starting to make a comeback, you know, because they can now do it through like the Internet of Things and send like a push notification. That word. I know. It's like the Internet of Things was big a couple of years ago and then it disappeared. It's and then back. FinTech took it over. But it's back. Right. Now it's because coming back. There's a, I'm not looking for a job, Alan. I'm right. just saying like in the, you know, how it pops up in your algorithm. Right. It's jobs that are, they're looking for managers of the internet of things. And I was curious as like, I don't what, even understand what, what it is. It's everything. it's everything. Right. It's literally everything. Right. It's everything. How internet. can you even, yeah, I'll take the job, I guess. I mean, what are you talking about? <laughs> I don't know. That That is a very. I didn't really understand it. I don't understand. And, I don't and get it. sensors also, like there's a company that we talked to recently and they, I showed Justin. They have like little sensors you can put on the table at a restaurant. They could set the payment over to that table. You can scan your phone on it or That's do a little tap and pay. Yes, like it looks like a coaster, and you can make a payment. That's the one that are in the doctor's offices that they use. They're already using it in the doctor's office. No, that's just that's just tap and pay. This no, is something they could send it right to the. They could send it right. Different to the, product. Yeah, different product. That's just the pin pad. Yeah, this is where they have a sensor, they put it on the table, and then they can send the, the payment, like, oh, this per this table needs to pay 50 bucks. Mm -hmm. And then the person can just either put their phone on it, pay with Apple Pay or Google Pay, or tap their card oh, you on know what? it. Um, I took my granddaughter to, uh, what is that? Italian, the most terrible, Olive Garden. Yeah. Ugh. She wanted to go, so I said, okay. And that's how they... They had the little thing at the QR the, code. Yeah, at the table to pay. Yeah, so there's all kinds of stuff. That's the Internet of Things. Pay with a QR code. Pay with real quick. I'm pay. sorry. I'm sorry to stay on Olive Garden's back, but yo, you can't serve spaghetti sauce and noodles and call it pasta primavera. I'm sorry. There's got to be vegetables. Exactly. Sorry. Right. And the next term that we're looking at, number three, mobile payments. Mobile payments has been around forever. I mean, we started out doing mobile payments with a device. I got it still here. I think it's you really love cool. that thing. This thing's like a 
He's this just, thing is so ancient. Alan's going to start the payment processing museum. If you have any old things that you want to donate to him, he'd be he'd love it. I have I'm a kidding. lot of old machines. I'm kidding. We have a Don't drawer full. Don't send us anything. We have a drawer full. This thing. We have all of them already. This thing hooked up to your Nextel phone, and then you could run a credit card on here, and it used the Nextel phone, and it printed a receipt, and it's got a little, obviously, it's not EMV compliant. But I'm just saying, it's pretty cool because that was like one of the first things for mobile payments that work with a telephone. No, I mean, that's. And then uh, that's now, and then we had machines, big machine with a big giant antenna on it, like this high, and you could swipe the card. And then the antenna made, you know, made a phone call. It's like a cell phone. And then now you have these machines, they're using the 4G, 5G network, and it's a little tiny machine. You got the dongle. And it's got the. No, and it's got the, you know, it's got a SIM card in there. They, then you, then you got the little the, dongle. Don't they have the ones that go to the bottom of the phone where you can even use the EMV now? Yeah, but it's not to the bottom of the phone. It's just a sled you stick on your phone. Oh, it's not like inserted no. into the phone or anything? No, it's just a sled. Oh, it's like a case almost. Yes, yeah, so it's a case. You can put it in a case or you have a little Bluetooth thing on the side and it's paired with the phone. And then now they're coming out with it where you can just take your phone and your phone could be the credit card machine. Scary. But I think like a lot of people are not going to really trust that, but you know, they're working on it. It's not, you know, it's out, but I don't know how much use it's going to get because you can only do a tap to pay or a phone to phone. So if somebody doesn't have one of those, if they don't, you know, if they, they have don't have, have. A, if they don't have that, then you can't take their payment because there's no way to key it in. Right. So that's not, I don't think that's 100% viable. Maybe in a year or two, that'll be 100% viable solution. And then other things with mobile payments, you know, now they also have like these other machines now that can do a lot more. So you can have like a sort of a full size machine with like more options on it. Like you could put your inventory in there yeah, and right. stuff, ring up a whole bill, have the person look at it. Boom, stick their card in, email them or or text them the receipt. You know, so you can do a lot of stuff with mobile payments. We have some really cool mobile payment solutions, you know, for yep. all types of businesses. We just hooked up a company that does like computer <coughs> repair. So they got a bunch of the mobile machines. They just have them. They they work on Wi-Fi. So they either get the Wi-Fi off their phone or the Wi-Fi in the business where right. they're working. So it works great. Mobile payments is, you know, going to be get it, you know, as you know, the pandemic people have businesses where they're out doing things, not sitting in a physical office, or even if you're doing a delivery, mobile payments is awesome. This way you want to do it where it's card present so that you're not having to key it in and take the risk of that becoming a chargeback. So mobile payments, very inexpensive to do it book and, You'll see the link and you'll see it mentioned in the podcast notes if you want to book an appointment. The next thing, which I think is really cool, is they're talking a lot about augmented reality. And I was telling Justin a story and virtual reality. So I was telling Justin a story one day. How these guys, we had like six guys show up at the office and they're like, oh, we want to show you this really cool thing. I wish I could find it. It's probably somewhere in the office, though. The guy. This guy opened the book, a little booklet up, right? And then all of a sudden, the thing started doing like a sales presentation. But instead of like, you know, 
like a computer popping out or something. This guy had like the whole zoo popping out of the thing, running around on our conference table, a rhinoceros, a giraffe, a monkey, all kinds of stuff. Was it was, it sounds amazing. I was like, that's insane. It was like, like Star Wars type deal. Right. I was like, it was like being in the hologram room, the hollow, the hollow room on the Star Trek. Mm. You know, they used to go to the hollow room, whatever that was called, the hologram room. Right. And it was like insane. I was like, what am I going to do with that? He goes, oh, yeah, we can make a credit card machine pop up out of there, run a demo on it. I'm like, I don't know. It was real. It was really cool. And then virtual reality, you know, we actually got contacted by a client. They have a virtual reality website and they want people to pay inside the virtual reality website. So we're working on with them, like how they're going to accomplish that and how they're going to do it and they're going to have to integrate you know we're getting them set up with a sandbox so speaking of virtual reality we have a giveaway going on right now a contest where you can win a MetaQuest 2 pretty cool so be on the lookout for the uh, link that's uh, that you can enter the contest to um please Continue to like, follow, and subscribe to B2B Vault on YouTube, TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. LinkedIn. And LinkedIn. I always forget about LinkedIn, you know? <laughs> and we have a lot of people on LinkedIn that follow yeah, us, so shout out to you guys. Yeah, we got a lot of followers on LinkedIn. Thank you for tuning in and always, uh, you know, liking and follow, sharing our content. Head over to b2bvault.info. You can get caught up on the latest episodes. There's a form for you to contact Alan. Uh, if you have any questions, concerns, tips, you know, anything. Yeah, or just try it, our new text message. Or, thing. yeah, or you could just try, you know, you could text book. Unfortunately, you know, we just have the one keyword set up now. We'll have other for other different purposes in the future. But, you know, text book to 954-827-9818, and we'll uh, get right back to you ASAP. All right. So let's go on to the next word. And this one I thought was interesting. Smart contracts and NFTs. And then I was reading an article this week, actually a couple of them. One was about this house that got sold in Tampa, which we talked about in another podcast for like $650,000, 210 Ethereum back when it was worth a lot more. <laughs> so now I don't know that house is not worth a lot of money. But I guess if the next person, if they sold the house, there's a smart contract on it. So the original owner would get whatever this on the smart contract, 5%, 2%, 10%, I like whatever, it. whatever that was. So now there's talk about like, oh, they want to use smart contracts and other types of financing. I don't know if I would buy a house and then I would sell the house. And then the person who owned the house before me would get part of the money that I'm selling the house for, I find that like a little unnerving. Mm -hmm. But that's, you know, who knows what they're gonna do with that, but there's talk about using it in the finance world. The next thing let's talk about, and I think NFTs are gonna evolve, you know, and we've talked about that. So I know we, we can go get into a really Yeah, we get into a deep discussion about, about NFTs. NFTs. I think NFTs are going to be used by businesses. Alan agrees. There's yeah. going to be a lot of different utilities involved with the NFTs. You know, yeah, like just, you can go to the Gary V convention, you yeah. buy his NFT, and you get in for the next three years. I mean, Wawa, the gas station, is giving a 
for Hoagie Fest is promoting NFT giveaways. So like yeah. Yeah, anybody who is who is like, you know, saying, oh, no, that's stupid or it's not. It's because they don't understand or they don't see the bigger picture of what an NFT can really be used for. Yeah. It's way bigger than avatars or your profile picture or all the other dumb things. I'm sorry. I think they're dumb, but there's a lot of things that they could be used for. I think art is art. You know, an NFT can be used as an art, but anyway, let's keep going. Yeah. So next one was, and this one I thought was cool, robotic automation and kiosks. And so one of my friends was telling me they went on this cruise ship, the Margaritaville cruise ship out of West Palm Beach, and they were on there and they, they kept seeing robot going down the hallway. Oh, the pizza. And the robot going around on the ship. And what was it doing? It was delivering pizzas I to like people. It. Robot pizza. And there's a commercial. I think it's Domino's. And they show this like self-driving car that's going to drive very close to the store and deliver pizzas. Yeah, there's like drop-off locations that's going to be programmed. I yeah, like it would work good like at colleges. I think it would be great Can you imagine that? Like a college will pull up in front of your dorm and they have like everybody's pizza inside. All not nice and hot, toasty. I think it's a good idea. I mean, you know, of course, uh, the whole automation thing kind of stabs, you know, a little. Yeah, it's kind of like when I go to Costco, they have like the self-checkout. Because you just know those people's jobs. I go to the checkout people so they don't lose their job because I let them check me out. I usually Unless I have like three items. Yeah, no, they're going to self-checkout. But if I got... 10, 20 things in my basket. Not Did you hear at Walmart? Walmart is going to be all self-checkout, but in Listen, the next three years. They have problems at Walmart. I was talking to one of my friends that that um, that he is somebody he he used to work at Walmart and those people that work there. He was telling me he goes, people steal stuff all the time because they don't ring everything up. What are they gonna do? Dude, you got I mean it's not like Costco when you go to the door. They got two, three people there. They're checking. Oh, right. There's 15 items. They go one, two, three. You know, they count it. What are you going to do at Walmart? Someone's got a big, big giant basket with like 100 items what is in that? there. They're, uh, and how are they going to check all that? Their loss has to be crazy. Yeah. I mean, self-checkout. I mean, you could just be walking out of the, if you're buying a ton of stuff, hey, you man. can buy 10 items. In Anybody who's been through a hard time knows that that self-checkout is a, hey, Sometimes it's got to be what it's got to be. <laughs> and then, you know, and then also you see like kiosks everywhere. Like I see McDonald's. I don't eat there, but they have, you know. I'm not controlling shoplifting by any chance. But, hey, if you got to feed your kids, go <laughs> feed them. <laughs> don't listen to Justin. What are you, like hanging out with AOC? <laughs> she got like fake arrested the other day, but whatever. No politics on a beat right. ball podcast. I'm just saying, like, don't promote that. But I'm saying, like, self-checkout. Don't use the self-checkout. Go to the people. Make the store. Uh, keep the employees in the store. I said I'm not promoting shoplifting. Okay. So the, the thing is, like, kiosks, like, I drew, I went, I wanted to see what was going on because I heard, like, McDonald's is, like, getting rid of the cashiers. They are. So they don't have that many cashiers anymore. The kiosk at McDonald's is fantastic. Yeah, so they have this whole kiosk. Did pay, done. Yeah, they have the whole kiosk thing going. And then Wendy's, they don't even want people going inside. There the is Wendy's no, anymore. I haven't been inside of a Wendy's since the pandemic. Anna, our assistant, she likes Wendy's. 
She's always going to Wendy's. Do they make you order from the app to when you go to Wendy's? No. No, but they're promoted, right? And then you can just pull up outside and tell them you're outside and they come bring you your food, right? They had special parking spots for that at Wendy's. Listen, I see uh, Olive Garden. You mentioned Olive Garden. Okay. They put special parking lots outside. Yeah. And and, and they tell you your food is ready, parking spot 10, boom, they come out. Let me tell you today. Today, a business, if you have a business, you need to use every form of technology technology to deliver your goods to your customer. So if you're a restaurant, you need to have order in the restaurant. Let people order from their phone. Let them pick it up curbside. Encourage them to come get it instead of delivery. If you have to have delivery, have delivery. And then... Uh, have a way for people to pay quickly so that you can contactless contactless payments with a mobile machine or text to pay or something like that and then you know and then you know and then the same thing like if you you know so you have a retail store you want to have all those things in there pick up in store pick up at the curb be able to ship goods out there's some people like they're you know did we set this COVID, whole COVID thing set this whole thing in motion. I guarantee you, if you go to Olive Garden and look at their sales, they have a high, high percentage of sales of people driving up to the Olive Garden, parking their car, they come outside and bring them the food, boom. And and I'm going to tell you, they do the best job. Real quick, the time that I took my granddaughter to Olive Garden, yeah, the people that were pulling up to get their food, yeah, were, I mean, they were getting their food was not, super fast. Well, they already the ordered it. The people who we were waiting, the people that were waiting, yeah. Oh my God, they were getting, we were getting livid because it was like you're seeing all this food come out the door, <laughs> but there's no one going to get seated. But I think it's gonna, you know, that stuff isn't going anywhere. All the stuff I that think COVID that's gonna continue. Yeah, because- COVID introduced technology to people that weren't. So it's going convenient. to use you're it, on your so way now home. they're forced to use no, no, technology. You're on your way home from work. You can order a pizza. They'll come bring it to your car. Order Olive Garden, bring it to your car. Let me tell you something. Every The restaurants who aren't doing that better start doing that because yeah, they're going to lose customers. business. Because people, somebody who's busy, that's what they want. So you need to you need to step up your game to do that. I mean, we've got went and pick up food. We do every two weeks we get food right so we go pick it we go to a restaurant you have to go inside and pick it up they need to step up the game and yeah. bring it out to the parking lot because that's what customers want i mean voice enablement payment i mean i hear them talking about this all the time like you'd be able to like get like in, probably like in another i think that's going to get big in a few more years where you'd be driving around in your car and something will come on the radio and you'll be able to program like your credit card into a wallet, you know, into a wallet. And then I could see somehow, some uses like if you're driving on the freeway, a add $15 to my iPass or right, to the SunPass. Yeah. Or something like, oh, I want to buy that song or text me the information on this product that you're listening to or something like that. I think yeah. you're going to see some voice enablement commerce on that. You know, and while we're talking about, well, then, then the next thing, like biometric, 
I don't really like that biometric payments. Like what are you going to do face payment or put your fingerprint to make a payment? I already or don't like a, the or whole biometric a, or they system. Or they want to talk about put a chip in your arm. I'm not, doing, I'm not doing it. Can you imagine a whole bunch of hackers just sitting around trying to hack the chip that you get installed in you? I'm not Next thing you know, you're just listening to like Michael Bolton all day. No. <laughs> so then number nine is the virtual card, which we already have. And then what pops up this week is there's like a massive lawsuit against Apple now. Oh, yeah. I've seen with that. the Apple wallet. I sent you that article. Didn't yeah. It? You sent that to me. I saw it a bunch. I saw a few more articles about it. And they're saying, oh, Apple should allow more different wallets on their phone. And some credit cards, like business cards, they don't participate. Like Apple Wallet, I can't load my business cards, in, like the cards I use for yeah, business, right. in my Apple Wallet. Why not? I don't know. They don't. I don't know. I think Apple that, doesn't uh, have like a business tier. Um, no, I think that the actual credit card company, I don't want to say who I use, where I get the credit card. I don't think they allow you. They're to just like, it. I don't want to be. They don't want us to use it in Apple, Apple Pay for some reason. Because I think Apple Pay actually gets like 10 basis points on every transaction. So some credit cards. What's a basis point, point to those that don't know? Well, 0.01 of a percent. So they get 0 0.10 every transaction. No, 0 0.01. 0.01. So 10 basis points. It's not even a penny. 0 0.1 would be 100 basis points. Would be a penny. Yeah. Right? Well, it'd be like a penny on 100 bucks. But guess what? If you got 50, uh, 500,000 credit cards and they're all loaded in Apple Pay. Oh, well, you're making some bank. Yeah. Apple Pay is making big money. For sure. The, the next thing, you know, is big talk about is this open banking. And then the government, <laughs> I think they need to act on this like sooner What's than What's open later. banking? So open banking is all these neo banks we've talked about before. What's a neo bank? A bank with no building. Just an internet bank. There's tons of them. Like? Brex. I see these new ones popping up. B-R-E-X. It's like a credit card. And you can have a bank account there. Mercury Bank. Evolve Bank. There's a giant bank. Small business bank. Online. This bank. It's scary bank. to me. I mean, the whole banking a, thing is it, weird to me in it, general, but just having it in the sky is even more Right. Scary. And it, and, it, and those banks are becoming a threat to the brick-and-mortar banks that are out there because they're doing maybe they're paying more interest or they're doing better service or something banks need to step up like they're you they're, know they've got to make it more of an incentive for the youth to put their money into the bank because i have six daughters okay and i'm going to tell you something i've set up a bank account for every one of them right and i'll guess where they put their money where take a gift. paypal nope Cash app. Cash app. Yeah. Like if it was up to them, they would have their checks deposited. In and that's the app. other danger is that some of these like apps are storing money. And I'm not, I'm not gonna say what apps do that, this and that. But I'm not sure that those apps are FDIC insured. I doubt it. I mean, I don't know. I'm not gonna. I don't. I don't use. I think those. Cash App is has to be because they're dealing with the. the well, it's um, connected to PayPal, but I'm saying it would be interesting right. to see which ones of these are actually FDIC insured, where people are putting their money or their limits. I mean, because essentially, like when you're using Cash App or PayPal or Venmo or any of these kind of payment services, 
they're they're the actual person of record, right? Well, bank accounts only insured up to two hundred and fifty thousand dollars, right? That's at the bank. So PayPal, if they're the bank, they they're not insuring all those accounts. No way. Sub accounts. I don't understand. So I'm not sure, but definitely there need to be there needs to be some rules with this open banking because there's a lot of companies now sneakily getting into the open banking business even like apps like Robinhood, acorn you can store cash on there i'm not so sure like how what the what the deal is with that you know then let's you know the other thing that's going on is cybersecurity and fraud is non-stop i mean let me tell you something i got I keep getting these, I was getting these text messages from Amazon about, oh, you register for this small business sweepstakes contest. And then I went and Googled it up and it turned out it's fake. Yep. It's a fake contest. So if you used it and then you logged in, somebody got your Amazon login, which I don't think they can do. Nobody logged in my account and bought anything. Thank God. But. I don't know. Who knows? They could have sold your email address. I don't know what the heck was going on. But there's a bunch of fake emails and text messages going around. They say, oh, it's from Chase Bank. Log into your account. They just guess that you bank there. You know, they just guess. A lot of people bank there. Right. Or they say, oh, you, your Netflix is messed up. Log <coughs> in now. Excuse me. You got to make sure those are legitimate. Don't get fooled because next thing you know, money could be missing out of your bank account. I mean, there's a huge lawsuit going on with Zelle, <clears throat> and they're asking Zelle to, like, step up their security on sending money. And then the next thing, this is something that's not so new, but been around. But now they're talking about this gamification. Yes. Gamification with financial apps. So, like, Acorn is now, like, gamifying their app. Oh, would be like make it more. I get what you're saying. Like a game, like yeah. you play the game, and then you know you they save want you, some money, right? They want you to play a game with on their app and different things like that. And other companies are. We actually had somebody pitch us on something. Remember that somebody could play like a game on our website or something. Oh yeah, that's right. And I was like, we well, can do we, it free. We yeah, did it. No, no. <laughs> so we shout asked to, them. Shout so, out to Samantha, our graphic designer. So I said, who? Yeah, but remember, I asked them. I said, oh, who? Uh, I said, who who gets all these email addresses that you're collecting? Do we get it? And the no. guy goes, no. I go, well, what do I want people going on there, giving you their email, playing some game, and I have no benefit. There is no benefit. So I was like, forget it. Yep. That's not going to work. Yeah, we have a game. We have a little uh, credit card game. That cr you got to catch the credit card. Mm -hmm. It's kind of cool. Samantha made it. Yeah, we should put the link in the bottom of this podcast oh, got a bunch of links to put in there you have a lot of work to do justin it's Let's friday so we're you're gonna so kind of close so i hope everybody enjoyed fintech friday we always try to find something interesting to talk about i think this is really great we gave a list of the different subject matter that's out there in the news all the time check out the podcast we're available on all the podcast networks we got some we got hit up by somebody, Podbean. Pod I didn't Bean. even know who they were. We are so, on their app. No, we knew who they were. It's the pod that they host. It's like it's like Anchor. Right. Except we weren't sure if we were on there. We were not sure if we were listed on the right. Podbean we, network. We, we looked it up. We're on Podbean. Shout out to Podbean. 
Check okay. out and make sure you look at our application. Yeah, we applied to Podbean. We'll tag them on. We'll tag them on Twitter. Podbean, check it out. You got a shout out on the podcast. So everybody, enjoy your weekend. Listen to FinTech Fridays, FunTech Friday. Have some fun. Rocky's over here taking a nap. He had a podcast snack before the podcast, so we get him to take a nap while we talk. As it bark at us during the podcast. He's the official podcast mascot for b2b ball have a good weekend carpe diem see you soon okay you okay now baby yeah